Well, I'd like to welcome our next guest, Dawn Ox. Dawn, thanks for joining us. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Now, Dawn and I have known each other for a really long period of mm -hmm. time. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. How long have you been in the industry for? It's 20 years now. 20 years ago. 20 years of bliss. Yeah. <laughs> Bliss, absolutely. <laughs> and you've been on the production end of it. You've mm -hmm. also been on the coaching end of everything. Yes, yes. Which you like better? I do love coaching. I love coaching and teaching, and I found that passion here at Keller Williams. Okay. Years ago, I was at a, an office in Metuchen, as you remember. Sure. And I learned from that time period in my life, in my journey as an agent, that I enjoyed teaching the other agents uh, that we had material from Keller Williams that we didn't have in another company. Sure. So as I grew at Keller Williams and I found that love of teaching, it immersed in, or evolved into a coaching relationship. And you get a lot of people on your team, right? How many coaching clients do you 28. have? 28. That's a lot of people to work with. Yeah. <laughs> You're busy. I am busy. Yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. And I get more joy out of them actually doing the production and yeah. having success. There's nothing more. It's like having children, you yeah. know, so you're much more excited when they have a successful uh, transaction or they go through a challenging transaction and they get on the other side of it. Right. And that's really rewarding. Just watching the learning and the accomplishment associated with doing it. Mm -hmm. So I have a question for you. So someone wants to be in your coaching group. You know, people succeed, people fail, just a human nature. Mm -hmm. So what do you think are the attributes that help people become more successful? We say being coachable, right? Yeah. So allowing that coaching relationship to develop, listening to what the coach has to say, or, sure. or at least as a coach, I am always asking more questions, right? Mm -hmm. So helping them self-discover certain things and when they self-discover, they're more apt to doing the activities that they need to do to be successful. Sure. You know? Yeah. And what are the, well, I mean, what are the activities? <laughs> I mean, we're not inventing the artificial heart, right? Right. We're salespeople. Right. What do you think are the most important activities people are doing? The most important activity is talking to people. Yeah. That is absolutely the most important thing you need to do. Get in a relationship, spend your days getting into that database, we call it, that sphere of influence, and stay in relationship. I, when an agent comes to me, where do I start? Right. I start with the MREA book. We go right back to, you know, Gary Keller did it best. And then for those people that don't know, what does the MREA book stand for? The MREA book is the Millionaire Real Estate Agent book that Gary Keller wrote with Jay Papazan mm -hmm. years ago. New York Times number one bestseller, just saying. <laughs> just saying. So he wrote it best. And why recreate the model or the system? Sure. Gary Keller gave it to us. So I start with page 133. It's all about lead generation. Right. I tell my agents that read that section, 133 to 166. That'll give you everything you need to do to start your business. Okay. All right. Let's talk about those pages for a second. Yeah. So we're pages 133 through 166. Mm -hmm. What are the nuggets of information in there mm -hmm. that people need to know? That's the lead generation model. Yeah. All right. That is how you communicate with your clients. Right. The eight by eight, 12 direct, 33 touch. Okay. He wrote that model, that system, and he has now implemented that in our, our tech de department at Keller Williams has implemented that in our command system. 
So everything that we do is all around that lead generation model. Sure. Right. So the eight by eight. It's what, you what's meet, the eight by eight? Break yep. it down for us. You meet someone. Yep. And you want to solidify that relationship. You want to solidify that you are the realtor of choice. Okay. Now from a sales standpoint, mm -hmm. so now I'm doing an open house as a real estate agent. Mm -hmm. All right. So eight by eight, step one is I've met the person. Yes. Right. Okay. Get their contact information. Okay. Right. You want to have a contact point every week for eight weeks. Okay. So send a note, send a text. We now have text messaging, which wasn't available. Stop back dating then. yourself. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the model was written a long time ago, mm -hmm. right? So you have to have a point of contact with them once a week for eight weeks, right? right. Then you put them on the long-term plan, which is 33 touch. Got it. All right. Got it. And you know what? It is funny. They say sales are made on the seventh call. Mm -hmm. statistically when mm -hmm. a lead comes in it's really that seventh time that you've spoken to someone that let's not even call it a sale as much as you've solidified the relationship mm -hmm. because sales can take a longer period of time than that mm -hmm. so no that's great you know eight points of contact followed up by the 33 touch what's, what's that 33 weeks dawn well it's all year long okay it's a plan so you work your plan and now that we have multiple forms of communication we not only have that the call the door knock uh, the stop by sending out your calendars every year. You also have uh, holidays all year long. You have birthday celebrations. You have anniversaries that when they bought the house, you have points of contact with Facebook and social media. So sure. you can layer that all together and building up your plan. How often are you going to connect with them and which model are you going to use? So it's, what do you think, think people fail on that? It's a long-term process. Yeah. Patience. Patience, setting up the plan. We have the plan all available to us electronically now. Sure. And we can really do a set it and forget it. Mm -hmm. And I think if, if I were to say that people fail, it's really fail on getting it started. Right. You know, well, so, it's a little bit overwhelming for people, yes. right? How do I get this moving? Yes. So that we have, certainly with our systems, we have a lot of things that are easy. There's the neighborhood nurture. You set them up on their own little plan and they get an email once a month. That's, mm -hmm. that, that's 12 points right there. Right. Out and of the 33, right? Right. So there's a lot of things that we have that it doesn't have to be hard. It's simple. It's just some discipline and patience associated with putting it together. Yeah. So we got the eight by eight, the 33 touch. Again, mm -hmm. pages 133 through 130, <laughs> 166. Yeah. What else do you think is important to pull out of that? Well, just staying in contact daily, just making yeah. sure that you set up your, your daily accountability, your daily calendar, that you do your lead generation every day. Right. And that's important. If you don't do your lead generation every day, then you really don't have a business. Well, you know what? To, uh, to pull again off uh, Gary Keller and books that are written, I read the book, The One Thing. Mm -hmm. Great book. And that really kind of puts it into perspective. What's the one thing that I need to do that makes everything else easier or unnecessary? Mm -hmm. And I mean, for salespeople, it could very well just be lead generation. It is. Right? Let me just do that. If I could do this at a high level, not mm -hmm. five things, five, 10 things, that, that right. becomes difficult. And, and I find with people, with salespeople specifically, they try to convolute it, mm -hmm. right? Hey, I got to do all this stuff. Well, do you really? Or do you just need to do one thing extremely effectively mm -hmm. and build off of that? Yeah. There's a, another thing that uh, agents t try to do when they first get into the business. They mm -hmm. say, okay, here's the model. 
and then I want to do it my way. Right. And we challenge them to They're do like, it. Oh, yeah. Kids are like that. I'm just saying. No, I'm not <laughs> calling are. agents kids. I'm just saying I got four kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great, yeah. Dad. This is how I'm going to do it. This is how ahead, I'm, yeah. Everybody wants to put their own spin on it, and that's mm-hmm. great. The, the The teaching is do it the way that it's modeled, right? And then put your own spin on it. Sure. You know, so so get some success doing it the first time, and, and then make then it yours. You, yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Hey, I got a great story. I know I started by saying Dawn and I have known each other for a really long period of time. <laughs> Nick, you want to hear a good story? It's a good story. Oh, he's shaking his head. Okay. So Dawn and I used to, uh, our office walls used to abut each other. Yes. And Dawn's significant other, his mm-hmm. name's Greg Wagner. Yes. And Dawn's on the phone talking to Greg one day, and you're ta- or you're talking to someone, talking about, hey, me and Greg are going out to dinner here this weekend <laughs> and that, and I'm in the office next door, and people are like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was Greg Wagner, not Greg yes, Wareham. Yes. Great story, actually. You had to be there, Nick. <laughs> well, the agents in the office know that you have a lovely wife named yes, Rachel, yeah. and then I'm talking about Greg and doing all these things outside of the office, and they're like, what is going on? <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. I had um, one agent ask me, just, does Rachel know this? <laughs> That's the wrong Greg. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, funny. it's just a common thing. We, it's just a funny little story it that sure we is. share. Yeah, yeah. So what else do you think is important from a coaching standpoint? Like, what do you think is important for people to grasp the information and implement it? Just having the, the will to do it. Right. You know, they have to want to have success. Success comes in many forms. Success for some people is I'm going to sell one house this year. Right. Success for some other people are I need to earn $100,000 this year. Right. You know, so as a coach, one of the things that I struggle with, or I shouldn't say struggle with, I intend to meet with each of the agents and understand their goal. It's their goal. Right. Right. So when we're talking about helping them get through the challenging times and helping them get over some of their, their overcome their, um, trepidation or their, uh, yeah, their, themselves. Get out yes, of their, own their way. limiting beliefs, yeah, right? So to get them over their limiting beliefs, we have to tap into why they are doing this business. Sure. And what does that mean for them and what their goal is? So understanding each of the agents is really important when we're working with them in a coaching relationship. Sure. You know, so so what's good for one person isn't always good for the other. You know, what I wrote down when you were talking is what are you doing it for? Yeah. Like, right. And everyone's doing something for their own reason, but I don't know that everyone really understands Mm -hmm. what are they doing it for? Right. Yeah, I want to be successful. I want to make money. I want to do this. I, mm-hmm. well, that, that's not that's not it. It's what are you really doing it for? Mm-hmm. What are you trying to accomplish? You know, if you're, I, I'm going to use myself as an example. Well, I got four kids, right? A family mm-hmm. of four kids. So that's what I work towards. And mm-hmm. I'm doing it towards that. And I'm doing it for the people that I work with that have become my friends over the years, making sure that the consumer has a seamless process. Like it, it, there's, a, there's a few different things, but I think at the end of the day, it really just comes down to, okay, what's the most important reason why you're doing this? Mm-hmm. And if you can use that to lean back on, mm-hmm. then everything else just becomes a little bit easier. Sure. We're not just going through the motions. And that question has multi-levels to it. Right. So the first answer is one thing. I'm doing it for my kids. 
right? Right. And and what will it do for you if you do that for your kids? Yeah. Put them through school. And what does that mean for you? That means that I can put them down on a path of being successful and responsible, self-sufficient human beings that are happy. And what does it mean when you have happy, successful human beings that you've raised? Man, it means everything to me. Bingo. Good job, Dawn. Thanks. <laughs> You've been practicing. <laughs> I do this every once in a while. <laughs> so, Dawn, we know that different people have different personality types. You know, mm -hmm. what do you see? How do you identify, you know, what the hot buttons are going to be for people or how you can best coach and work with them? <laughs> That's a great question. I've been practicing. And being, <laughs> <laughs> and being part of Keller Williams, yeah. we've learned the DISC profile, okay. the DISC. And... So we understand who are the dominant personalities, the influential personalities, the ones that are the steady or the, the mom personalities, and yeah. then also the compliant ones, right? right? And on occasion, they may present one way, and then as you get deeper into the relationship, there might be another, another of the profiles that shows up a little higher. So somebody who might be a C, I'm a high C. Right. And let's talk about, it. so high C is like yeah. analytical, right? Yes. Yes. Analytical, um, into data. Many people know that I do like numbers and we talk about numbers a lot in the office. Mm -hmm. And so they, they have things that are organized and prepared. And, and a lot of people that are a high C individual, I can speak for myself and my son who you worked with, yeah. they kind of He's get lost C. in the data, <laughs> right? right? They get lost in that and we have to kind of pull them out so that they're not so concerned about the data or the pro or or having everything perfect because sure. if they wait till their listing presentation's perfect or they understand the contract to its perfection then they may not be able to engage in the business sure right so if we have somebody else who's a a driven person sure. they're a bottom line me let's just go i need to do this sometimes they'll they'll move fast and they'll be awake behind them yeah. with a lot of issues and troubles. So sure. we have to balance who's going to manage, how are they going to manage that, right? How are they going to manage moving fast yep. and learning the business at the same time? Sure. And who might be elevated to some of the, that might either be a top agent, a superstar, a leader in the company, you know, that'll develop as we go. One thing that I learned years ago with the MAPS coaching department was that we never know who our next rock star might be when they walk in the door. Sure. We have to give everyone that opportunity, right? Yep. Let them develop. And and their, their personalities will shine through, and I teach them to that. Yeah, and, you know, going deeper on that DISC profile, so we have D that's driver, mm -hmm. C is kind of analytical. You have an I that I think is an influencer. Influencer, yes. The, where's the party? <laughs> right, there you go. <laughs> and then the S is like social. What, what's the, the S? The S is more like a, a mom, that they want to bring the people, their, their, their safety, ah, right? Nurturing. Nurturing. Yeah. Um, when you walk into someone's house, you'll see a lot of family pictures and things like that. Not that the rest of us don't like our family. Right. You'll see that, that they want that comfort level. Sure. Right? Um, so we teach them when they're out in the field, what does that look like out in the field? And there's so much great stuff associated yeah. with that because as the, the, uh, the new person, mm -hmm. I need to understand who I am. Right. Because I need to know what I'm good at mm -hmm. and I need to know what I'm not so great at. Right. And I've always been someone who says, focus on your strengths. And then mm -hmm. you bring people on your team and in your fold that can support the things you're not really great at. Yeah. 
Uh, but you have that aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Then you have the aspect from your seat saying, oh my gosh, how am I going to best motivate, inspire, manage, mm -hmm. and, and drive based on their profile, right. Right? right? And then the third component of that is the consumer, mm -hmm. right? You have to be able to recognize that profile of a consumer so you know how to communicate with them. Right. Right. And if you got if you're dealing with someone that's a high D, so I got someone, I'm a D. I'm a DI. I've had the profile done. <laughs> but I'm a D. Uh -huh. Well, me working with a with an S, mm -hmm. you know, that's that's you gotta learn how to work with that yes. and be able to communicate. To that. be the chameleon. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And that's that's why it's important to know that if if you're a driver and you just like blow through a, a conversation, that person who's the S in that in that either that couple or that seller or client relationship, you might really annoy them. Yeah. Right? And they may not say anything based on no. their person. And the way that you'll know it is that they ghost you. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's great. That's a nugget right there. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. Because they're yeah. uncomfortable around you based on your personality type and you right. didn't identify who they were quickly enough. Right. Right. So that's a whole other, we could do a whole other podcast on, on profiling, how to best kind of, you know, leverage that to get the most out of yourself and be more influential to, to others. That's great stuff, Dawn. Awesome. So Dawn, how does the process work? Like how does someone get connected with you from a coaching standpoint? It's very simple. I mean, first of all, just, just call me and we can sit down and talk mm -hmm. about it. We can have a consultation. Basically, coaching is uh, we've laid out a plan for everyone in all of the offices. We have a contract because every everything in our world has a contract. Sure. And it's a very simple contract. It's a one-page thing. Our contracts are really simplified to protect both the coach and the agent. Yeah, makes right? sense. And the goal is not to keep you into a contract. The goal is that you're productive, right? So, so most of the team leaders are really good at identifying which coach might work with which agent. Right. So that's the first thing. The other thing is um, I am here in the office most days. Sure. Four out of five days, I am definitely here in the office. So if there's a new person that comes into the office, I get to meet them on the, the walkthrough when the yep. team leader is walking through. And then also I'll reach out to the agents that have joined our company I haven't met before mm -hmm. or also the other agents that may have been... Um, working through many years and having the same results over and over and over again. Yeah. And I invite them for a conversation to see if they'd like to break through that ceiling. Yeah. And you know what? That's a great point. Mm -hmm. So if someone comes into the organization, a lot of people come to, to Keller Williams sure. and it fall under Adele's umbrella. So from a management standpoint, people are trying to hook people up with the right personality characteristics mm -hmm. when you're new. But in addition to that, mm -hmm. it's also have you hit a ceiling and you're trying to break through it. They call it the ceiling of achievement, right? right. You just a, a butt up against it and mm -hmm. you can't grow anymore. Right. We also call that E2P in our six personal perspectives. Entrepreneurial to purposeful. purposeful. Yes. Yes. So, and when we, when you see someone making the same GCI or the same amount of houses that they sell year after year after year, they may have hit that ceiling. Right. Right. So in order to crush through that ceiling, they have to change something. Mm -hmm. And one of those things is, is coaching and the productivity coaching uh, relationship was built because it's a, it, it's um, a commission based Business. contract. Yeah. It's a commission based contract. It's not monthly fees. Mm -hmm. So that's different. That's the big difference between having a productivity coach inside the office and paying a coach, let's say if you hired a maps coach, 
That right? makes Ma- sense. Yeah, yeah, MAPS is a monthly fee. Right. So MAPS realized years ago it would be beneficial to have somebody right in the market center that could coach agents. They could utilize the systems and models that were applied through the MAPS division. Sure. And and it would be a seamless transition from a productivity coach into the MAPS breakthrough coaching and then also the mastery coaching later on. Yeah. And the good thing is you have options, right? You can work with someone locally Mm -hmm. where it's uh, commission based, right? You got to sell something to make something, or you can hire someone that you're going to be a coach, you know, therapist for, (laughs) for someone on a, on a weekly, monthly basis. Right. Right. You know, I wanted to back up a little bit Mm because you had used the expression E to P and that's entrepreneurial to purposeful. Mm -hmm. I love this nugget because it's so, it's so valid for people. So, you know, people come into this industry, come into any sales industry, yeah. mortgage industry, come into real estate, and there are a lot of people just entrepreneurial by nature. They don't really want to report to anybody. Mm-hmm. They want to go, 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 and mm-hmm. they want to build, 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 which is great. Yeah. That can give you immediate success. Mm-hmm. But then what happens is you do hit that ceiling of achievement. Yeah. You know, how do I do more than that? And it's really looking at the actions mm-hmm. and saying, hey, let me recognize who I am, let I recognize what I'm doing, and how am I going to be more purposeful in what I'm doing on a day-to-day, hour-to-hour basis, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of Pareto principle-ish, right? <laughs> you know, an 80-20 rule. You know, what am I going to focus on that's really going to give me the majority of my success? Mm-hmm. We're just going to go right through the one thing book, aren't we? I love that book. <laughs> Isn't that a great I book? really do, and I'm not a big reader. So I don't read that many books, yeah. but that was a book that, you know, I, I'm kind of simple. When I read it, I was like, one thing? What's the I can focus thing? on that. Yeah, what's yeah. the one thing that you focus on? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's a tremendous book, and I would highly encourage other people to read it. Yes, and both the 80-20 and the E to P are in there, as well yeah. as a few other nuggets. Yeah, and I think yeah. people have a good idea as to that 80-20 rule. I mean, it's essentially saying that 80% of your production comes from 20% of your effort. Mm-hmm. And what happens to people is they stay in, you know, this, this 80% realm where 80% of their time is only generating 20% of the output put. Mm-hmm. And, you know, having coaching, having third party intervention intervention can really help explain that to people to get clarity, mm-hmm. right? Cause we're all in our little bubbles in our world. You think you're working, you think I'm working, I'm working, I'm working. Well, yeah, but are you working on the right things? Mm-hmm. Are you doing it the right way? Do you have the right vision? Do you have the right focus? Are you doing the right activities? So I could keep talking and talking and talking, <laughs> so I can be quiet. Well, there's only Which, five, five activities that should show up in your workday every day for me. a realtor. What are they? Lead gen. Yep. Lead generation. Mm-hmm. Lead follow-up. Okay. Appointments. Appointment. Negotiations. Okay. And script practice and role play. Boom. That's it. That's it. That's all you need to do. You do focus f- on those five things. You do those things effectively day in and day out. Mm-hmm. You're going to do exceptional in the industry. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. That's, that's all it is. It's simple. It is simple. <laughs> you know, I think as humans, we have a tendency to complicate it. <laughs> we do. Right? Yes. Yeah, we do complicate things. It goes back to when we have the new agents and they want to take the model and recreate the wheel. Mm-hmm. Don't recreate the wheel. It's simple. Right. <laughs> Follow it and go. Yeah. So Dawn, if someone had any questions for you about coaching or anything mm-hmm. like that, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Well, my phone number is 908-672-5946. Fantastic. And it's Dawn Ox. Uh-huh. At kw.com. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here at the Ocean Living office and I have coaching clients in all of Adele's offices. So it's a, it's a pleasure and a, I'm very 
grateful that I have the opportunity to work with everybody in, in all the offices. That's great. And those that don't know, Adele is the you know broker owner of a, a lot of offices, mm-hmm. about 1,500 uh, people roll up through Adele's offices. Mm-hmm. So Dawn, thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're really busy. It was great catching up with you. Yeah, this has been fun. Thank <laughs> you. Great. Thanks, Dawn. <laughs> we'll see you soon. Okay. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Your Mortgage Process, hosted by Greg Wareham, produced by Greg Wareham and Nick Pavis at The Social Rift, and executively produced by The Social Rift. Thank you again for tuning in, and we look forward to catching up with you next week.